Welcome to the Which Was Better podcast, where we discuss and decide which was better, the book or the movie. I'm your host, Lisa, and today I have the great honor of welcoming one of my personal podcast heroes, Dory, from All the Feels podcast. Dory, you're here. Oh my Welcome. Gosh, I'm going to cry. Personal podcast heroes, get out of here. No, it's true. It's true. Well, I I'm love very... you, and this has been a long time coming, and... <sighs> I'm so excited. You're the best. And no, we're having so much fun. I'm just going to gush all over you. There, I know. Was, there was a, I had a very short lived podcast a couple years ago with my husband. And I told him that I wanted it to model it after all the feels because I just loved how relaxed and how friendly you guys were with each other. Oh and I was like, <laughs> so, so yes, it's my, one of my personal podcast heroes is here with me to talk about. Unleashing Mr. Darcy. Woo! Yeah. I mean, I'm ready. And I'm going to let me go ahead and tell our listeners. Let me go ahead and get this clear from ahead of time. <laughs> this is not going to be Hallmark friendly. So no. we have some business to discuss. <laughs> this is not rated TVG or whatever the Hallmark mm-hmm. movie TG. No, ma'am. And I'm very excited about it. We're we're very happy about that. So if that's not your cup of tea, then (laughs) go ahead and log out now. And I've got some other episodes coming. But just I wanted to give you guys a heads up that we're going to have some business time here. So, okay. So I have to ask you before we start digging into the movie and the book and the, you know, all of it. What came first for you, the movie or the book? The movie came first for me yeah I saw this movie originally when it premiered oh you did yeah and I don't think I even knew that it was based on a book until way later um so I saw the movie first years ago and then I rewatched it for the podcast and I have many thoughts (laughs) so when you first watched it let's say this when you first watched it I think it came out in like 2016 I think it was part of Winterfest What did you think about it? Did you like it? Like overall? Were you like, yes? I liked it overall. That was the first I had seen Ryan Pavey. I think Me too. Hallmark movie, I'm pretty sure. I'd never seen him before. And I know I'm probably going to get in trouble with the Pavey pack here, but I, 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 I'd never I, seen him in anything. I do not recall having seen him before then. Um, and I was immediately interested, especially because of the um, pool scene. Uh, thumbs up <laughs> I want to talk about later oh, that scene. Okay. yeah we'll be talking about his swim trunks <laughs> later yes so so when you went to read the book did it, it did it interfere in any way because you'd already seen the movie and you kind of knew what it was happening or were you still surprised I was, oh, Lisa, was I surprised? <laughs> there were, the hardest part reading this book was not being able to, like, text you my you. reactions as they were happening, uh, because yeah. I was in no way prepared for what I was about to read. Um, the book is different in a lot of really important ways, and I think for that reason, I, they, they now exist in my brain as two separate entities. Two very separate entities. Yes. Now they're not the same. 
So when you were reading it, though, did you get stuck in a Ryan Pavey, Cindy Busby loop in your head? Like, or did you see them? No. I saw them as very different because it had been a while since I had seen the movie. And the book just kind of takes you to some places where, like, you're immediately on a different trajectory. And so it felt really different to me. And I, what I love, the, I mean, the thing that I love about reading is that you make up this world in your head. You see the characters right. and you want to see them. You see the places that they're living the way you want to see them. And because the book and movie are pretty different, I was able to easily do that with the book. Like, I do not look and see Cindy and Ryan right. as Lizzie and Donovan. Which is kind of comforting because there were some scenes where I was like, I don't need y'all in my head right now. Oh, no. I don't need to see y'all in my head. One in particular. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, which we'll get to. So, okay. So before we start diving into all that, I'm going to do a quick summary of the book and then I'm going to do a quick summary of the movie. That way, any listeners that have not watched or read. Um, and of course, as I've said, you know, I try to say at the beginning, this will be full of spoilers because we are discussing both the book and the movie in detail. So just be prepared for that. Okay. So the book is Unleashing Mr. Darcy, which is a modern Pride and Prejudice retelling from Hallmark Queen Terry Wilson. I mean, can we not just call her the Hallmark Queen? Because she's got so many, between all the books that she writes and all the movies of hers, all the books that they make of movies. I mean, she's, she's amazing. I just love her. I just have to say, like, I think you need Terry on this podcast. I I did get to talk to her one time. She was very nice enough to come on the Hallmarkies podcast with me and talk about that disaster movie, that Hallmark pandemic movie, Pandemic. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Which was an amazing podcast. So if you guys haven't heard that one, go to the Hallmarkies podcast and search up Pandemic where I get to talk to Terry Wilson about it. It was And uh, Jonathan North. It was really awesome. So, my gosh. Okay. So the book summary is... It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single woman teetering on the verge of 30 must be in want of a husband. Not true for Manhattanite Elizabeth Scott. Instead of planning to walk down the aisle, she's crossing the pond with the only companion she needs, her darling dog Bliss. Caring for a pack of show dogs in England seems to be the perfect distraction from the scandal that ruined her teaching career and reputation in New York. What she doesn't count on is an unstoppable attraction to billionaire dog breeder, the london tycoon's a bit arrogant a whole lot sexy and their chemistry between them is disarming when passion is finally unleashed might elizabeth hope to take home more than a blue ribbon i love that it's billionaire dog breeder i wasn't ready for that billionaire breeder donovan Um, that's all you need you need a billionaire who's a dog breeder and i'm in (laughs) (laughs) okay so the movie premiered as part of hallmark's winterfest in 2016 as we've said starred sydney busby as elizabeth and ryan pavey as mr darcy and this summary is in this modern day spin on pride and prejudice elizabeth scott is fishing for direction in her life and gets the opportunity to professionally show her cavalier king charles spaniel in a fancy new york dog show dog show judge donovan darcy comes across as aristocratic 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 i mean what's wrong with me <laughs> aristocratic and rude and a chain of misunderstandings unfold during the competition complicating their mutual attraction 
In true Jane Austen fashion, Elizabeth and Donovan begin to see the error of their ways, and it turns out Mr. Darcy is far more kind and interesting than Elizabeth ever imagined. <sighs> so dreamy. Okay, so as we've already mentioned before, I just, you know, this movie is nothing like the book. No. I Well, there are general plot lines that it follows, but mostly it's it diverges pretty quickly and it's not hallmark friendly and i'm 100 percent here for all of it you and me both my friend you and me both so because i checked this out from the library to read it and i bought a copy for myself because i was like i just need it on my phone i bought the audio book because i really (laughs) couldn't stop reading it so i wanted to be able to listen and then walk like listen while I was walking my dog and then come home and read it because I just had to finish it. That is awesome. And I do have some audible credits, so I'm probably going to do the same thing. Okay. So let me tell you before we get started is there's a moment in the book at the beginning when I knew that it was not going to be Hallmark friendly. I'm dying. And I was just like, I was, I seriously died. Like my soul left my body. Okay. So at the beginning, when they're in the dog show, and Elizabeth is very upset because it's her birthday, she's been put on probation from her school, this is entering the dog show, the only thing that's going to make her happy, so she's got her dog there, and she's late to the ring, and she's already, like, seen Mr. Darcy, and been like, oh my god, he's so handsome, and then he's rude to her, and she's like, oh god, this guy sucks, <laughs> and they're having their thing, but it's all coming to a head, and like, you know, she starts crying. Mm-hmm. And he looks at her and he's like, this chick is really crying. And he, his first thought is, and I'm quoting from the book, feminine tears served as weapons more often than displays of heartfelt emotion. That had certainly been the case with Helena Robson each of the half dozen times he refused her admittance to his bed. Oh, <laughs> surprise. this dude makes women cry by denying them his goodies yep it immediately is apparent that miss helena Uh trying to get in his pants Uh we're not shying away from it and i love it i love it so so it's gonna be like this okay I'm in. And I was like, oh, but I, and then I thought, how far is it going to go? Because there's different heat levels. Lisa. And I knew it was the Harlequin book, but yeah. I was like, how far can it really go? We're going to get to it, but I need, I need to eventually talk to you about my thought process during a certain scene <laughs> where I was having the same thoughts. I'm like, now how far, how, how much am I going to hear? about this like how far is this gonna go because once we started getting actual body part Uh descriptions i was like yep it's happening and Mm -hmm. i'm glad i'm reading this on a tablet yep and (laughs) and not with a book like (laughs) bending the pages like what (laughs) so okay so the basic premise is the same we still have grant markham with his terrible kid and grades and she gets put on probation the slight difference between the book and the movie is in the movie yes she 
you know, doesn't want to pass the kid and he tries to buy her off. But in the book, they add in a whole almost like sexual assault. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, it's sexual harassment. Like, yes, he, he really. No, it is assault. He touches her. Yeah. And, and makes her completely uncomfortable. And it's like, I could buy you right now. And, and, yeah. and I think that. They do touch on that in the movie, you know, by showing that's the first scene is, you know, that she's at school and she gets this this whole scene with Grant Markham and he like offends her. But I think it works better in the book because it makes her so distrustful of rich men because he's yep. like married and he's trying to hit on her and he's like, I could buy you. Yep. And so later when she meets Donovan, he, she's like, oh, he's attractive, but. It's another rich dude just trying to get what he wants. And I think that it helped mm-hmm. the dichotomy between her attraction to him and her like distrust of him. And I don't know if it was really, I don't know if it was it, as well in the movie. Like it didn't seem that way. It's not as clear in the movie. And I have to say, that's how I felt overall about the book. There are a lot of things about Elizabeth that I feel like make more sense in the book. And you have a lot more context for why she is the way she is, why she acts the way she acts in the book. And I agree 100%. Like Grant Markham, like you said, treats her like she is property to do what he wants with. He says, right. I buy you. And that makes her incredibly distrustful. She talks about more of the dynamics with the kids at the school, how they're like giving her Prada bags for Christmas. Yeah. And that bag like comes back to haunt her because it was a gift, but they try and make it seem like she's, you know, extorting money from these people essentially. But also, What they touch on in the book that they don't really talk about in the movie is that we know that her mother owns a bridal shop. It's the same Mm -hmm. in the book and in the movie. But there's a moment when she talks about how her mom owns like a high-end bridal shop. So she gets a lot of really fancy, ritzy brides who have come in there her entire life and made her, the worker bee, feel like she's nothing. And that she does not deserve, will never deserve like a fancy, beautiful wedding or ball gown, or she's not part of their. Yeah, she's not part of the world. Yeah, she's not part of their world. Right. And and that really struck me in the book. I was like, oh, okay, this is something, this has been her like cross to bear her entire life. Like she's been struggling with this her whole life. So it also makes more sense why she's like, I cannot, will not fall in love with a billionaire. I won't do it. Because there's a part later where he, where Darcy, you know, tries to like basically tell her he loves her and, you know, makes this huge romantic gesture. And, you know, and she says, and this is like later in the book, she says, you know, remember what happened? And she's in her mind, she's thinking about Grant Markham. And she's like, just when you thought you belong, all belonged, all of it was swept out from under your feet. Don't make that mistake again. And I'm yeah. like, okay, so that's why she's so closed off to him. Like she reaches out a little bit to him and he responds, but then she pulls back. Mm-hmm. And we saw that a lot in a movie, the movie, but it was so, to me, and you know, we're, we'll get to this in just a second, but it was so disjointed. It felt disjointed once yeah. I'd read the book. So, yeah. 
Okay. And so now what did you think about the change in location? Because in the book, she lives in New York, she works there and she goes to London mm-hmm. to be, which it ends up, it's, she meets a woman at the first dog show named Sue Barrow and her husband, Alan, but in the movie, she's changed into Gabrielle and it's one of her mom's old friends, but you know, that's whatever I get it. You have to combine characters, whatever, but what did you think about that location switch? I freaking loved it. Brilliant. It should be in London. Like he, Mr. Darcy should be British. He, it makes so much more sense to me that he is a British aristocrat because that's a class difference. Like it is for, you know, I understand like there are definitely class differences in the United States, obviously, but there's a difference between old money American and British aristocrat, like, because it is cult, they are cultural differences. And that seems like a different chasm to get over than like just a rich American person. Like things are just different because it is so much more about culture and it is so it's older and it's deeper, it's more deeply ingrained, and it becomes about like manners and what and propriety and all of these family, things. you know, generations and and exactly. whatnot in these big estates. So, you know, because in the movie it's Washington to New York, and then his country house is in Connecticut, which I was like, hey, Connecticut, <laughs> Connecticut. But I just, you know, I I I really wish, you know. I know they're trying. I know Hallmark is trying to be more adventurous now by setting stuff in in different locations now. And I just think, man, imagine how this would have been if they could have filmed it in, you know. Of course, everything's Vancouver. I get it, but if it would have been New York and London, and then they would have had the country yeah. house. I just think it would have been, it would have been so cool. So it made all the sense in the world to me that, like, yeah. it was like when I read that he was British, I was like, duh, yes. He- should be British. Like this character is a stuffy aristocrat. Yes, and it lends more to his reserve that he's yes. a reserved like Englishman and you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Because because that's the cultural difference, right? Like right. I mean, listen, I know there are, I'm sure there are a lot of very stuffy, rich American billionaires, but Americans are just different. Like the stuffiest <laughs> American is never gonna be as stuffy as like of a wealthy British aristocrat. It's just not gonna right. happen. Right. We're different. So I did I did I did miss that little part of it. Okay. So in the book, they take their time unfolding the first meeting of Darcy and Elizabeth. They meet in the ring and it's similar in the movie, they meet in the ring, but in the book it takes they let it go over like Terry Wilson plots it out over like three chapters. It's yep. They first meet in the ring, and then she has her after dinner, like, little party at the restaurant, and her whole family is there, and they embarrass her, and Mr. Darcy shows up with his sister, and she thinks they're dating, which that whole scene when they find out, she finds out it's his sister in the book was so creepy. He kept saying love her, and I was like, don't say love her. Uh, that we're gonna get to that scene a little later of that whole um, <laughs> conflict because I have thoughts. <laughs> talking about it, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. So, but um, 
but in the movie, it's all mushed together as like one very quick scene, the ring and then the restaurant. And it just seems like it was a bit rushed. Did you feel that way too? Like it just, I know you have, I know it has to be a movie, so you can't have everything from the book, but it just, it felt so rushed to me that, right. that intro. Yeah. Well, one interesting part of the book and movie is that they, there's this idea that Donovan kind of looks down on Lizzie and her family because they are just these like loud, obnoxious Americans, no, no manners, right. um, which he says in the movie, like Zara says, my brother said you had no manners basically <laughs> to Elizabeth. <laughs> Leave it to her and just be like, boop. I know, but it makes a lot more sense in the book because in the movie, her basically her mother comes in sees her old friend Gabriella and just kind of like they squeal like how you yeah. would see them seeing your friend in a couple of years you're really excited um and they just greet each other enthusiastically and Donovan is sitting in the corner with Zara like oh these lowbrow people and that has never made sense to me from the first time I saw the movie yeah at all but yeah. in the book, it makes sense because you hear more about what her mother is saying. And her mother oh, yeah. is literally like, you're 30. We need to find you a rich husband. Like, is saying things that would actually turn someone who yes. was wealthy off. And so it makes more sense. It's a longer scene in the book. You hear more what the mother is saying. She's a lot more unfiltered. And it could right. be taken the wrong way if a British person who up, who holds himself, you know, very in a high esteem and is very well-behaved and well-mannered. It makes more sense in the book that if he heard her mother, he was like, who are these people? Right. Like, yeah. At one point she's like, oh yes, go to London and work there because then you'd run into rich guys and then you'd marry somebody. And she's like all loud and everybody's like, ah, it's great. And I'm like, well, yeah, this makes more this makes more sense and this is way more embarrassing. I was like, it, okay. It's mortifying in the book. It is mortifying. And it's her mom, it's her dad, like Jenna, her sister's like, Yeah, sorry, I invited mom. <laughs> Oops. But, but even leading up to that, like all their all their interactions beforehand with Elizabeth and Darcy, they had already acknowledged in the book that they were attracted to each other and they were just yeah. like still but already skittish and already hesitating. Yeah. But by this point, we've already had several points where even Mr. Darcy, because we get his point of view in this book too. It's an alternating point of view. And so yeah. we find out early on that he's like, Yeah, she's attractive and this is unfortunate that her mom is so loud, but he's like, mm. but he does like initially, and I don't get that same, I never, I did not get that same feeling from the movie. In the movie, I thought he was just annoyed with her. I couldn't agree more. And he, book Darcy, flirts with her off the bat, even when she Girl. is in tears and crying, like he flirts with her immediately in this book let me scroll down to my book darcy notes because yeah he's got got some things to say like he and he's thinking things about her like 
immediately in the yes we do not see that in the movie at all he does in the movie just seems like he can't stand her that he tolerates her and then he's like condescending to like oh yeah this girl again you know but yeah in the book he like admits to himself he's like oh yeah those um like sexy dreams i had about her and like Mm -hmm. there's 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 a whole scene where they're in another dog show and he starts talking about the breed standards but it's all very innuendo laced and like the high quarters yes like the back should be the width of a man's and it's like i'm like okay this is a dog show and they're talking about dogs and i'm like this is hot what's happening why am i like like why do i gotta take off my sweater right now because i'm so hot like excuse me i mean yeah he is like constantly and like there's a scene where like again i'm telling y'all this is not hallmark friendly there's a scene where she gets down and he's like oh miss scott's on her knees on her knees that okay lisa i'm glad you brought this up i squealed i squealed out loud because she you know, bends down to like pick up a dog and he's like, oh, you know, Elizabeth on her knees. Like, I'd love to see that in a different context. Like, yeah, and I'm like, setting, okay. and I was like, okay, this but book then, is going there. Yes. But then something will happen where he gets irritated and he pulls back. And right. so we get a lot of hot and cold from both of them. Right. And in the movie, I just, I thought all of their interactions were so superficial once I'd read the book. Yeah. And that they were not, they just felt really disjointed. And I was just like, I don't get why they like each other. I don't see what brings them together. They don't seem to like each other. Right. And I have always felt in the movie that Elizabeth is so annoyed with him and so rude in the movie. Like, the scene in the movie when they're in the park and she's they're walking their dogs and she tells him he doesn't have any problems and like listen she definitely gives it to him in the books too she yeah. is very direct but there's so much more context like in the movie that scene just felt so out of nowhere to me and I love how they handled that in the book way better because in the book she gets similar bad news in the movie she hears that she's going to be sued by Grant Markham in the book she gets a letter saying that I think the investigation is over and that she's not being asked back yeah she gets fired yeah right she gets fired she gets really upset and Donovan comforts her and that works way better to me than her lashing out at him after she got the letter in the movie. Right. And it builds their relationship in a really important way in the book that like, we just don't get in the movie. We don't have that moment of them like really coming together and him really being a caring partner to her. Like that's the first time where you could see he, oh, this man could be a real partner to Elizabeth. Yes, because in the book they are supposed to meet to walk the dogs together. Mm -hmm. They had been already kind of meeting a little bit and they go to walk the and she's late. And he's like, what's happening? And part of him is like nervous, like something did something happen to her? And he's still trying to acknowledge what that means for him. And he goes to the house where she's staying and he 
runs into Sue Barrow and he's like, is she here? And she's like, yes, but she got some bad news. And he's like, well, maybe I shouldn't go upstairs. And Sue's like, no, you should, you'll, you'll probably cheer her up. So he makes all this effort to go to the house and find her and go upstairs and he sees her upset and he's like, oh my God, she's upset. And he's like upset. And of course, there's a lot of flirting in there. Like eventually it's like, come on, let's go. And she's like, no, I'm not in the mood. And that's how they start fighting because he's like, well, you know, and she's like, I lost my job. You know, doesn't somebody like you who's never had to work wouldn't understand. He's like. I have to work. And he does say the same line in the movie. He's like, I have to count my money. No, right. Which I thought right. was funny. It's funny in the book, you know? And so he gets her to like go with him. He's like, well, come on, I'll take you somewhere. And there's the whole flirty part where they go from the fighting to the flirting when, you know, he's like, throws a scarf at her. And then he tries to throw a jacket. And she's like, is this your way of getting me to go? You're just going to keep taking off your clothes? And he's like, maybe. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> He's like, what a concept. <laughs> and then he does take her somewhere mm-hmm. and he takes her. Now, this pet spa scene is in the movie, but very, very different. Very different. Yeah. So he takes her to Herod's and there's a pet spa and they end up having these like really sweet interactions where Elizabeth has a moment in the book where she's like, did all this to cheer me up like he knows me he knows what would cheer me up and what I would like and he brought me here to do that and they end up holding hands and I was I like who knew that holding hands could be so sexy oh I my know. god and then then they end up going to the champagne bar that's right also in Harrods and that's when I knew it was about to get real good so Yes, because they go to the champagne bar and they are making out at the champagne bar. Yes. That's what gets in the paper. It isn't some innocent picture of them at a pet spa. Um, Which is just a little sprinkle of water and they act like they've been doused with like a bucket of water. Like, like, it's, it's a sprinkle, but okay. So, yeah, there's some pretty racy pictures that end up in the daily mail of them making out and she like at one point even passes out she's drank a lot of champagne i know you can't put that in a hallmark movie but i love that he has to carry her upstairs (laughs) and put her to bed because she is wasted and (laughs) passes out and then then he stays and hangs out with sue and watches (laughs) reality tv they watch whatever the British equivalent is to Dancing with the Stars. They watch with Sue and her husband. Like, I adored that entire sequence in the book because it's also the first time that Elizabeth sees Donovan without a giant, like, bag of money over his head. It's the first time she sees him and is like, oh, wait he's a person (laughs) and he's a person that I like and I have been fighting it and there's more to him than his money. And I think that that's a really important scene that they have in the book. Well, yes, because it's reminiscent of, you know, the original pride and prejudice when she finally goes, when Elizabeth goes, you know, on her trip with her aunt and uncle to, you know, Derbyshire and they end up at Pemberley and she ends up running into Mr. Darcy and he's so nice to her aunt and uncle and he invites them over and they come over for dinner and he takes his 
her uncle fishing. And that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, okay, well, this follows, you know, it's not an exact, you know, retelling, but it's a modern, you know, adaptation. And I loved it. I was like, this is why he's so nice to them. And it's, and I love when she wakes up the next morning and she's like trying to keep the secret and all unfolds and it's like oh you didn't see the paper and she sees the pictures and then they're like well how did you know well he brought you in and he stayed she's like what (laughs) it's so good and it's also really good because you mentioned before how he like she's very um touched that he knows her and knows something with love and it's a great scene because she goes in convinced that he's going to make her do something that is not her. He's right. like, she, they pull up to Harrods and she's like, great, just another rich guy who's going to like take me shopping and to try and cheer me up and like buy me something expensive. Like, I hate this. He's Darcy's the worst. This sucks. And then they get up to the pet spa and she's like, Oh my God, I love this. And it's something really special for them. They love dogs so much that it's a really special moment for them. And that's when she's like, Oh my gosh, he does know me. Cause she said, like, if he knew me at all, he would not be taking me shopping to try and try. I'm not that girl. And I'm that girl. He could have taken me shopping. Girl, me too. <laughs> the, whole, the whole book, I was like, you know what? I understand Elizabeth has her pride, but I would have taken a shopping trip. Especially if mm. I just lost my job, I'd be like, you know what? I could use a few things. Who knows when I'm going to get a check again? Feel, I'm like, listen, while we're here. Go ahead. <laughs> while we're here. <laughs> If you don't mind. <laughs> but just stop at the shoe right before we leave. Just real quick. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so you know, I I do wish that we would have I watching the movie after I'd read the book. Because I had I like you, I watched it originally when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then I hadn't seen it. And then I read the book and then I watched the movie again. And so on that second watch, I just, I was like, I wish we would have had one scene where it was just them almost on a date. We get sort of that in the movie when he asks her to come over because he has a proposition for her, which I thought was so bizarre that he's like, come over and look at this painting. And she gets excited. She's like, a dash? And he comes and she, and he offers her a job to watch his dogs. And I'm like, okay. I hate that. I I didn't understand. I'm like, why are you trying to pay this woman that you supposedly love? Like, I don't understand because she ends up leaving. I'm like, well, you took this job and then you leaving. <laughs> I know, and he doesn't that lie. He's not like, hey, aren't you supposed to be watching my dogs? <laughs> so, but you know, in the book, when he tries to share Queen Victoria with her. He takes her to the Orangery in London, this, like, part of her grounds on Kensington, and he, like, takes her where she was, and she goes crazy because she's like, oh, my God, Queen Victoria and Dash, we're here, and they have this whole moment, but it's a whole, like, date. It's a full date. Yes. And it's a very sweet, wonderful date, and it's another moment where I'm like, okay, it makes so much more sense that this is it makes so much more sense. Like it has that scene where they have tea in the movie 
it's very sweet with the two of them. Like the moment itself is very sweet, but it has literally never made sense to me that he's, she's like, we need to talk, but I don't want to go to one of our apartments. And so he says, Oh, I know just the place for you. And he goes to his random friend's house with a painting not hung on the wall. It's like on the floor this famous painting of Dash and Queen Victoria and she's serving him tea. It's like, this does not make sense because no, at all, because in part, because of the location. Yes. So like drop that scene in London and you're like, okay, they're having tea. They're at some fine art, whatever. In the movie though, you're like, huh? How'd they get here? And it also doesn't make sense when he tries to force her to work for him and then she goes to reach for one of the like macarons on the plate and he takes it from her and he's like, you don't get any cake until, and she's like, I can't have the cake until I say yes. And then she finally says, and then she reaches out and she takes, I'm like, that's not cake. You have cake okay, on that plate. It's so annoying. You are eating a macaron. You are not eating cake. I'm like, why did you say that? I know. She says, she's basically like, if I, watch your if i watch your dogs i can eat the cake and she picks up a cookie and i'm like but you picked up a cookie what's happening i know it's a nitpick but it makes my heart sore that you saw that as well and we're like that's not cake that's a cookie (laughs) okay real quick there's two more parts in the movie that did not make sense to me that drive me bananas so i want to talk about those real quick because the cake is one of them there's a part in the dog show in the this is in the movie when Zara comes over to say hi to Elizabeth and her sister Jenna because Jenna comes to stay with them, and as she's sitting there, she sees her aunt Violet, who in the book is named um, Constance and in the movie it's Aunt Violet played by Frances Fisher who was amazing and I love her and I would die for her. Um, Girl, she's like Emily Gilmore, all wrapped up in this like amazing villainous. Like I just, ah, oh, she was awesome in the movie. Um, she says, "Oh my God!" She gets up, and we see them on one side, and we see Violet on the other. But she puts her hand on the other side and says, oh, "Violet can see me," and I'm like, "Why your hand on that side? She's on the other side of you." And it's also like, girl, you're her niece. She knows what you look like. Putting your hand up to your face isn't going to do anything. She knows what your hair looks like. She knows what clothes you wore today. Yes. Do it. And I'm like, why do you keep putting it on that side? She's on the other side. You're not hiding anything. If anything, you just drew attention to yourself. Because you're standing there with your hand on the wrong side. And then Henry comes over. Which is Darcy's best friend, and in the book it's Helena, Helena, whatever, Helena's brother, but in the movie it's Felicity's brother. Why do they change the names? It drives me bananas. But he comes over and he tries to hit on Jenna, and then he, she says, oh, yes, well, then I am right here. And he's like, okay, well, here, I need your phone number. And he takes out <laughs> what's supposed to be a phone, <laughs> but it looks like a calculator. Because... It's in one of those cases that, like, you open and it's small. It does it's, not look like a phone at all. It's got this little window. I'm like, that's a calculator. 
here, put your digits in my calculator. Let's see if we add up. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, did the props department forget to give him a phone? And they're like, just use this calculator. Nobody will notice. Just, it's- it looks like a phone. No, it looks like a calculator. And it makes me think of that one music video. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he goes to text. And he's texting, but it's an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I forget the name of the song. Yes. It's like you they zoom in on the screen and you see cells. Yeah. <laughs> you see the cell document. Cells. Excel spreadsheet. What? <laughs> That's what it made me think of. I'm like, this dude has a calculator and he's trying to get her number. Okay. Those are the things that stuck out to me that were not part of the book, but they still bugged me and I really needed to get them off my chest. But so. Can we talk about one more thing in this movie, which is Elizabeth's clothes? Yes. They did not do right by her. And her no. shoes a lot of times, like, I'm sorry. They did not do right by her. Those were dog show clothes. That's what they wear at dog shows. And I know she's supposed to be showing dogs. And so that's what they need. But I was like, now listen, we have had movies where women have run in the snow as a doctor wearing stilettos. And you're telling me that she had to have these flats on and this? No. And they were bad flats. Like, Mm -hmm. listen, I know we all made fun of when we saw the Martha's Vineyard mystery when the coroner's running around to in the stilettos in stilettos but listen it yes it was hilarious yes it didn't make sense but it but i would have taken that over the ugly flat shoes that they yeah. gave because they kept showing her feet they kept showing her feet and i was like okay those are orthopedic flats <laughs> For this girl who just turned 30, you can they make cuter flats. We well, all they sent her the naturalizer store. They were like, get you some naturalizers. <laughs> they totally sent her. They were like, let's get you some Clarks. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I just really had to get that off my chest. And now there's a bunch of scenes that we could go through that are very different from each other from the book and the movie. And I think there's some more that are, they're more that are like more important than the others, but I'm going to say a couple of them and you stop me if you want to talk about any of these, because they're the, these are the ones that stuck out to me. Okay. So in the beginning, when Elizabeth comes to New York to stay with um, Gabrielle in the movie, um, she realizes that Darcy lives across the street. Fine. It's pretty much the same thing in, in the book. But there's a part where in the book and the movie, he invites her to come over to look at these new puppies that he has. Great. Yeah. And in the book, um, she comes over and he's not there. And she's like, oh, this stinks. And she has to sit around and play with the puppies and talk with his butler. Yeah. And in the movie, she goes over and they're not there, but Violet, which is his aunt, and Felicity, the villain in question, are there. And we find out that it was all structured by, in the movie, we find out it's all structured by Violet. Mm-hmm. She made Darcy leave. But in the book, he we find out he left on purpose because he didn't think he could handle seeing her. He yeah. was like, 
I'm so attracted to her and I'm irritated. I don't want to be attracted to her. So maybe I can't be here. And he leaves. And then he apologizes to her when he sees her. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't there. And we find out all this, which I think, again, lends more to their will they or won't they relationship. And I think they put a lot more stock into the um, in the movie into the Violet Felicity villain combo. It's not I don't know. And I think it took away from it. I, I think they put all the bad stuff onto those two and they didn't let Darcy and Elizabeth have a true like, will they or won't they? I always thought they just didn't like each other. So. It's true. I completely agree. And I like that you can. The other thing that I love about books is that you are so much you get so much information on the character's internal lives. And so you can tell that Darcy's fighting this attraction, struggling with it. And that's a lot more apparent in the book. And they don't really allow for that in the movie. You know, like it's someone, it's always someone meddling, someone coming in and less the, and, and it's less about the person like sabotaging themselves because in the book Darcy and Elizabeth sabotage themselves over and over again which is way more human and way more real than a devious aunt and wannabe girlfriend scheming at every turn right you know and but they you know it's nice that they both get when it comes to Violet and um and Felicity and in the book, Constance and um, Helena, they both get their due at the end. Now, oh, yeah. in the in the book, they get real vicious on Helena. Like they straight up, like her brother. Like, yeah. What I? What did you think about that part? I'm gonna go ahead. And let me tell my. Let me tell the listeners when it. You know, it's the same. Helena slash Felicity brings Grant Markham to the party at the big estate. And she reveals him just at the right moment to basically, you know, mess with Elizabeth. And in the movie, it's all like, what? And they get this really, like, kind of, you know, hot scene where it's a bunch of hot, rich dudes getting real rich and aggressive and, like, kicking them out. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of, yes, Henry's all like, get this guy out of here. And I'm like, Henry, yes. Yes. Yeah. But. You know, in the book, they, like, basically, like, they viciously attack Helena, and they're like, you slept with this guy? Yes, that part, that part. And then she's like, yeah, and they're like, you're a, and sorry for everybody that doesn't like this, they they actually, you're a whore, and I'm like, oh, my face. Darcy says that makes you a whore. Well, I thought it was her brother. Is it him? Oh, right. It is the brother. It is the brother. I'm like, dang. How do you feel about that scene? It was pretty startling in the book. And here's why. These men, and this is another cultural difference. (laughs) These men done let Helena tag along everywhere, cause trouble and scheme this whole time. The whole time. Yes. And... They knew she was trouble, but to keep up appearances and be polite and be proper, she's still invited for the sake of their friendship, 
for the sake of like, well, this is our society bubble. Like, even though this woman is causing trouble and being a pain, we're still going to invite her and bring her along for everything. And so it is startling when it's revealed what she's done. I mean, what she's done is horrible. She's invited Grant Markham. She knows the backstory with Elizabeth. I mean, we find out that she slept with him. Mm. as part to get him to agree to even come yes. to cause trouble it is startling for them to finally cut her off because yes. they've, been, they've given her so much space to be terrible but apparently when they were done they were done yeah they were like they, ooh. yeah ooh. i was i was not expecting that and i was like oh because I was expecting a scene, but I wasn't expecting it like that. And I was, oh, yeah, it took me out for a minute. I was like, okay. And that so, whole scene is more intense in the book because Darcy also knocks Markham out, which, yeah, yes, please. I yeah. I loved it. I loved yes. it so much. But it's like tensions are high and it is heated. Like that scene is a lot there's a lot more build-up in that scene in yeah. the book right and there's a moment when Darcy has to try and decide he's like okay so let me back up and he kind of, I feel like in the book he has a moment where he inadvertently doesn't really mean to vocalize it but he's like okay everybody just calm down because he's trying to figure because, out what's happening whoo! and as soon as he does she Elizabeth's like calm down as and well she should never yes. never and, so that to me makes more sense of why she's like, I don't belong here. This is, this is Grant Markham all over again. I think I belong. And then they tear the rug right out of me because he's not fighting for me. And that makes much more sense. I feel like we should probably back up and talk about how they get there because in the movie, Donovan has this tennis tournament at his house. Yeah. Let's talk about this whole scene. So he gets her, he has this tennis tournament and that's why he hires her to look after the dogs while he's gone. Random. And in the book, he goes to this, his country house every time, every year at this time, because there's a big celebration in town and it scares the dogs because of all the fireworks and which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, come with me and stay the weekend with me. And Elizabeth's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't, you know, she's just afraid to follow through. You know, she's still having issues trusting him. And she's like, I don't want to do that. Well, he totally manipulates her to get her to the country house in the book. They use Jenna way more. The presence of Jenna makes way more sense in the book than it does in the movie. Because I will just say flat out in the movie, I'm like, do we need this character? Like, I don't understand it. She's just hanging out for weeks at this right okay but But you know it makes perfect sense yes and so in the book i'm like okay so i loved it because darcy ends up driving her there and when they show up everybody's there and he has to introduce her and that moment in the book when zara's like he's never brought a woman here and i'm like that is my catnip give me that every time get it yes and so i was like okay and then um there are a lot of scenes <laughs> in this country house in the book. There's a lot of scenes, and that was some good stuff. And, of course, I know we can't have that in the Hallmark movie to that right. extent. So they tried to give us Darcy swimming. To make up for it in his short shorts. I'm sorry, but <laughs> this 
Listen, it is winter. Every other person on set is in a jacket or wearing a scarf. And they come out and he's swimming. No one else is swimming. Listen, Ryan Pavey made sacrifices for us. And I will be forever grateful for him being half naked in the cold weather. There's no leaves on the trees. There's no sun. It's like dark and gray outside. (laughs) No one else roll up in coats and boots. I know. (laughs) Everyone else in the background has like scarves on. And then there's him and Felicity. <laughs> Their bathing suits. Just oh my You know what, Ryan Pavey? Thank you for your service. We understand <laughs> how hard that that scene must have been to film, and we appreciate you for it. I mean, you know, he comes out of like you know his little set or whatever his like where he changes, and he's like, oh, so not everyone's in bathing suits. <laughs> Just He's like, you know what? I do men- I do feel a little chill in the air yeah, here in the winter time. <laughs> and Felicity is sunbathing with no sun. It's just the whole thing is bizarre. But let's get back to the real story, which is the book. Ooh. When because... he showed her. So we need to back up a little bit because okay. in the book, Helena, not Helena, um, Jenna is invited with Henry, right? Yes, yes. With Henry to, after Elizabeth has turned Darcy down from this weekend in the country, he then is like, well, I'm inviting your sister and I'm inviting Henry, who those two are dating, they're in love at this point. And he's like, there's no way that Jenna's going to come without Elizabeth. Right. And so that's how he gets her there in the book. Yes. So then he, they get there, of course, and he's like, let me show you to your room. Now, here's when I knew it was about to get real because he takes her upstairs and a butler has unpacked, had already taken her bags and completely unpacked her things and we find out that he has placed Elizabeth in an adjoining room mm. to his. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has okay. some regrets there for a minute. He's like, why didn't I just put her in here? But at least there's a door between our rooms. And I was like, what? There's a door between your rooms. I was like, okay. adjoining rooms. Okay. Yes. And they get a little friendly with each other until he ruins it by seeing her dress. And it's like, is it a wedding dress? Yes. He, she brought a wedding dress right. to your She's, random country estate. Right. Surprise, Donovan. You're getting married this weekend. <laughs> Come on, dude. I planned it all. Like, it's so <laughs> random. Like, but fine. Okay. It, it throws a little water on the fire there because they do get pretty hot and heavy there for a minute when he first gets her in the room. Mm-hmm. And then there's some subsequent scenes while they're at the country house. There's a lot of hallway scenes. I would yep. have, I would have appreciated at least one hallway scene. 
Yes. In the high mark. They didn't even have to do anything. You just like stare at each other and almost kiss with a cell phone going off. But I'm like, give me a hallway scene, people. Just a little flirting in the hallway, you know. But we're going to go ahead. Yes. And then eventually, yes, before the ball, they they do. They go in and they have sex and it's very much described. And we are taken along for the literal ride. And you're just like, okay. But because of that, it makes later the confrontations much more difficult because they're, they've realized how much they like each other. So when Grant shows up, it makes it all the more terrible. Yes. And he doesn't, you know, because she's like, dude, I just, she's like, I just gave myself to this guy and it's falling apart. And then she runs out and instead of running away, she runs out into the garden. He goes to chase her and proposes. Proposes. And it is, and it makes more sense about how high emotions are running because Mm -hmm. he so at this point, it has been building up. Like, they have both been having thoughts about each other. Every time they are in a room with a bed, they are both, like, hesitant to be in that room together. Even when he comes to, like, comfort her after she receives the letter, he's looking at that bed, and she's looking at the bed. Like, is this the best idea? Like, I don't know if we should both be in here. And then it happens again when he takes her to the room at his estate, right? Like the bed is like looming there because they both want it and, but they're both so conflicted. Right. And so after he wins his polo match, which it makes more, a lot of, a lot more sense that there's a polo match instead of a tennis match um, in London. Right. He is done waiting. He picks her up and carries her into the house, into his room or her room. And they spend the rest of the day there. They're there the whole day. Yes. Like they're in there getting to know each other intimately. Yes. For for a full afternoon. And it's awesome because he legit says it. It's not you like being, no, he legit says I'm in his mind. I'm done waiting. Yeah. And this is done and I'm taking my prize. And he, and it was good oh it was good we get full description it is mm. oh it's hot it is hot i was and like was a cigarette yes over do i have a pack anywhere I, like, <laughs> I should keep an emergency pack for this times yes and who knew we would need it for unleashing mr darcy i mean but it makes so much sense. It makes so much more sense for the subsequent scenes. Yes. Because originally when Grant Markham then shows up, he's like, is this one of Elizabeth, is this one of Elizabeth's exes? Did they sleep together? Because yes. he had just been with her all afternoon. And he's like, wait, who is this dude? Were they together? Yeah. When were they together? So his mind is going like crazy. Right. And mo- emotions are high because they've been fighting it for so long. They've finally given themselves over to these really strong emotions, which leads to some poor decisions. Like when he proposes to her to make her feel better and essentially like end an argument, which is literally always the worst idea. Terrible. The proposal is meant to be cringy in every way. You can tell. 
it's like oh he's about to do the worst possible thing yeah because he tells her he's like i've been trying to fight my feelings for you forever but i can't so will you marry me i'm like that's what you want to hear (laughs) and in that moment that's what you want to hear like very yes like you have just had a trauma like there has been a crazy event at this you've been blindsided completely you've been schemed against this guy who has made your life living hell has shown his face again to you from across the pond. Yes. You know, like you thought you left that in New York. Here he comes back. You've just fallen in love officially with Mr. Darcy, even though you're not saying it. All of these emotions are happening and his response is, well, let's just get married. Like, let's yeah. move all of this over by making it official. And she's like, what? Yeah. He's like, people will stop treating you bad once you marry me because they'll know that they can't treat my wife like that. And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> There's a lot happening here and I need you. And and I get it because it's very reminiscent of the proposal scene in the original Pride and Prejudice yeah. where he just tries so hard to like be like very like you know like rational about it and she yes. says he literally says like i want to marry you despite your horrible family yes. despite your vulgar mother despite the fact that i've been fighting it like and i really yes, exactly and it's like i really hate that i feel this way but i do so i think we should get married it's the same it it has the same impact in both books yeah Yeah, he's like so put me out of my misery and marry me (laughs) awesome (laughs) oh i feel so loved yes like so in you know eventually yes they both in the book and the movie elizabeth both they leave at some point you know in the movie it's because her sister overhears darcy being ridiculous and saying you know that kiss meant nothing and he was trying to play it off and so they get their stuff and leave which can i just say real quick that it only took one time for jenna to hear something bad and be like we're out whereas elizabeth the entire movie Every like five seconds was like, I don't belong here. I'm leaving. And then he would say something. She'd be like, well, maybe I'll stay. And it was Jenna, so frustrating. So frustrating. And Jenna was so blind. Jenna in the book and in the movie, so yeah. blinded by her own fascination with Henry that like she do not care about her sister one bit. She does not care. Yeah. And in you're right. Like she overhears one piece of a conversation and the conversation is vague because you can also hear that there's laughing. Like you can't see the facial expressions between Darcy. Like the conversation does not sound that horrible when it, cause it sounds like Darcy's trying to put up a front and his best friend is calling him on it. And that's what it looks like. And that's what it sounds like. But yeah. Jenna somehow misinterprets that. I'm like, girl, how you misinterpret that? She yeah. runs up the stairs. She's like, we got to go now. Get your stuff. Get up. What? And, you know, and he comes out and tries to, like, stop her. And, you know, in the in the book, he basically finds out later that she's just, like, she just picks up and leaves. And he's like, oh, she's gone. And, you know, there's no last-minute confrontation. She just goes. And so eventually they both both book Darcy and movie Darcy sent her a letter mm-hmm. to try and explain stuff, which I loved the letter in the book. I like highlighted it. And I was like, I want this embroidered on a pillow. And if there are any Etsy shops out there that do that, then yes, I'll take it. But in the movie, 
he writes her a letter and it shows up and it shows up at um, Gabrielle's house and it's, Jenna takes it. And I'm like, she, Jenna's like, fine, I'll read it. And she starts reading it. And I'm like, how do you not read a letter from this? Like, if I were me and I saw my name on a letter, I'd rip it. I'm like, what? What does it say? And I know. Yeah. The, the Jenna of it all. Like, in the movie, her role is specifically like she's only necessary to like move plot along like she and it kind of drives me crazy because I'm like you are unnecessary get out of here like her role is to overhear the conversation and to deliver the letter and that's it and the let the the letter moment in the book is so much better it's yeah it's so much more powerful so so we're getting to the end here because then eventually there, you know, Elizabeth goes in the movie. She goes to the final dog show of the movie and she sees Mr. Darcy and they have this moment where she's late to the ring again. She turns around and there he is. And oh, we have this moment where he turns around and the camera pans to him and, and they come over and they get back together and they kiss at the dog show. And I'm sorry. I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird when I first watched it. I thought it was weird the second time I watched it. I thought it was weird because she's there for a dog show. And if I was a contestant, I'd be like, wait a minute. Are we getting to kiss this dude? Is this part of the show? Because I'm You're lining up. You're lining up. You're like, me next. Me next. Is this what we do before we get in the ring? Because I'm in. And in the book, it's like this long, drawn-out thing where she shows up. And he's like, well, he shows up at this dog show expecting to see her. And when he doesn't, he has to admit to himself that the reason he signed up for it was hoping to see her. And then he does see her. And, you know, they have this moment where they're trying to be nice to each other and they're trying to, like, dance around each other. And then, you know, they he wards her the winner. And then that's this is the moment when the show secretary or director comes over and says, we need to talk about this. And he brings them out. And confronts them with their relationship, which, yes, that happens in the movie, but it happens earlier and it's not as big of a deal. Because in the book, he finally, he, like, gets really, like, rich man aggressive. And it's like, how dare you? And the guy recedes and he's like, too bad. I'm recusing myself. I'm out. And he leaves. And so Elizabeth's like, oh, my God, he's gone. And this was after Elizabeth had said, I really need to tell you something. talk to you about something. And he... And then, but they're competing. They're in the middle of a competition. So they're like, okay, let's table it for now. And then the the judging thing happens and he splits. And she's like, I didn't even get to tell him that I loved him. And so for the rest of the contest, she's all upset. And she ends up winning. And she ends up winning Best in Show. And And he shows up again. And it's so awesome when he says, she's like, oh my God, you're still here. I thought you left. And he's like, you said you had something to say to me. So of course I didn't leave. I'm still here because I'm ready to, you know. And that's how it ends. And it's it's so wonderful. And he he says, I've been here the whole time, which got me. Because it's like, he's always with her. He's always behind her. And... He um, proposes again. She says, ask me again. And he proposes again. And it's wonderful. And Elizabeth stays in London. And she's got a new job there. And it just, the payoff is so much better in the book. Because they've been through so many more ups and downs. 
and it's so delicious. It is just such a good ending. Yes. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about how she gets her job back in both the movie and the book, and it's pretty different. And you know, she's mean in the movie. She's like, "Screw this! I don't want you. I don't want your money." And that. But in the book, she's like, "Maybe, but then maybe I want to stay in London." And then she's like, "Maybe I can have my." So I like that. You know, I like that better. But eh, you know, you can't have everything. I get it because it's only a two. Well, it's not even a two-hour movie. It's like an eighty-minute movie. Exactly. You have to like trim it down. Okay, so now that we've covered the movie and the book for the most part, I want to ask you what is one thing from the book that you wished was in the movie or, and or, you can do both, what is one thing from the movie that you wish was in the book? So the main thing that I wish was in the movie is that Mr. Darcy is a Brit. Like, it just makes so much sense in the book. I think it would have added so much to the movie. And that really stayed in my mind the whole time I was reading the book. I was, or the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, he's, he should be British. Like, right at the outset, you asked if the book, if having seen the movie first kind of colored my experience reading the book. And I feel like it was the other way around because after I read the book, and then watch the movie, I was like, listen, this man should yeah. be British. There should be more scenes of them together, just them. Like, there's also another scene where they make out in the tent at one of the shows, and it is so good. And we did not talk about it, but it is so good. But and that like, also ends up in the paper. <laughs> exactly. That ends up in the paper, too. And I think that something that I love in these movies when they do it is when the couple actually dates. We see them going on dates and getting to know each other. And that happens throughout the book. They have these moments together, these special moments together. And I just wish that Darcy had been British in the movie. I think it would have really added to it. And then... um, (laughs) there's one thing that I wish was not in either the book or the movie. And it is Jenna's relationship with Henry. I think it's unnecessary. I do not like it in either instance. Jenna is there for a very specific reason. And I get it. It It does make more sense in the book, but I hate that like Henry and Jenna get engaged the same night as Donovan asks Elizabeth like I just feel like it takes away from that main relationship which is the one I'm invested in so I could do without them being in love and fawning all all over each other in the book or the movie don't need it I'm all I all I care about are Darcy and Elizabeth sorry (laughs) what about you okay so there is one scene in the book that I really wish would have been in the movie and I Again, I know we can't have everything, but in the book, when Elizabeth first shows up at Lon- in London, she is given, like, basically a whole floor of Sue Barrow's house. Like, Sue and, um, what is his name? Al? 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 Whatever her husband's name is. Anyways, she's given, like, a whole floor, and there's all these windows that overlook, like, um, London. Oh, my gosh, you're going to say it. And so she the first night there she looks out and she sees another king you know another cavalier 
and she see, she sees it, but it's so dark she can only see the dog, and she and she's like, it looks like a man's walking it, and they have, and she kind of stares because she's like, what is, what am I looking at? And the person who's walking the dog stares up at her, and they have this moment where they like wave at each other because they're not really certain what's happening, and they're just like, oh hey, you know, because he waves, and so she waves. And then later we find out it was Mr. Darcy and he was walking his dog and he thought, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so like obsessed with this woman, Elizabeth. I think I'm seeing her in windows. And then he finds out it's her and they actually like saw each other in the window and they waved. And later they actually do like keep looking out the windows to like look for each other. And I wish at least one of those scenes been in the movie. You are so right, and I'm so glad you said that, because aside from their uh, sex scene, that is my second favorite scene in the book, because they know, but they don't know. They both want it to be the other person so badly, and they think that it is. Like, on some level, they think that it is, but they're like, no, that's impossible. Right. He lives on a country estate. She lives in the States. There's no reason that it would be that. But they know, but they know, and it's so good. And then they find out that it's them, and they're just like, oh, yeah. So I wish that, you know, I wish that had been. And I agree with you. I wish we would have had more date-like scenes, because in the book, they just have so much banter, even when they're, like, like being very sarcastic with each other. They also flirt with each other like crazy, and it's really, like, It's just very, very delightful. And so I do wish we had more of that. So, okay. And the final question, the biggest of them all, I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot. Which, in your opinion, was better? Now this, again, I'm going to say it. I'm trying to say this every time. It doesn't mean, oh my God, this one sucks. It just means which one do you prefer? Which one do you like better? Um, I think it will come as a surprise to no one who's listened to us talk for an hour that I preferred the book. And like you said, this is not a takedown of the movie because no. guess what, I like the movie. Guess you know? what? It comes out tomorrow. Yeah. And I, I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to watch it. That's the thing. I like the movie. I like the dog. I like seeing the shows. I, as I've mentioned, I enjoy Donovan's scene in the pool. I love Ryan Pavey. Like, I think he, I think this was his first ever Hallmark movie. And I think that he's great. And, you know, like, I like the movie. I genuinely like the movie. It was a solid Winterfest movie. Yes. But. With him swimming. With him swimming. In the winter. In the shortest shorts you've ever seen. And <laughs> but the book just gives so much more context for why the characters do what they do yes. and explains their motivations. You understand their motivations in a much more meaningful way reading the book. And I just think that that's a limitation with an 80 minute movie. Like right. you cannot convey all the things you want to convey in that brief time period so i prefer the book i agree yes and like you i also prefer the book although i will watch i will watch it when it comes on um i love you know i love the entire idea of the movie and you know i just 
it was it was I loved it when it came out. Like I thought it was great. And I love the scenes between Violet and Gabrielle, how they're so like competitive with each other. Oh, and I, mean, I just I love I do I love the dogs. Yes, I love it. So but I prefer the book because for me, if if I had to actually, you know, I mean, that's what we've been doing for the last hour. But, you know, by putting them together, I, I see how much they chopped up the book to make it work for the movie. And they mushed scenes together and moved around scenes. And I just I really love the way the book flows. And like I said earlier, I loved it so much. I bought it because now I just want it and I want to reread it already. I had like a book hangover. Like I, I couldn't read anything else because I was like, oh my god, I just want to stay. In, I just want to stay in London with them and keep reading. <laughs> it's just so sweet, and you know, I think that the there are so many really special moments. That, and Terry Wilson is a great writer because there are so many very sweet moments that she describes so beautifully in the book that I really appreciated. And, you know, I just think that she created such a lovely world. I'm totally with you. Like I, after I read it, I was like, do I want to move to London and start showing dogs? Like, is that in my future? (laughs) Agreed. Terry Wilson has this like amazing ability to, you know, make everything like super sweet but then also give us the spice and balance with the right amount of tension because I love a little angst. I'm one of those people that loves a little angst in my romance. And I just, this is probably like my fourth or fifth book of hers that I've read. And I am just, like I said, Hallmark queen. I love her. I thought this was a great book. If you guys listening have not read it yet, get it read it and then tell me what you think about them hallway scenes because that's some good stuff there it is a lot and I love it (laughs) and there's one thing that I did think the movie did a little bit better that I forgot to mention and I think it's it was um Elizabeth's relationship with Zara you just you just see that in think about that yes because in the movie, Zara is like a teenager. She needs help with her schoolwork. Elizabeth's across the street. She's a former teacher. Like she can help her out. And so you get some cute scenes with them. And then like at the tennis tournament when she's like, I think I'm going to have you present my brother with the trophy as she runs away giggling. Like it's little things like that, that Zara is just in the movie more. She's kind of more of an integral part of the movie. And I did enjoy that because they the girl who plays are in the movie is very cute and very funny i know and i wish she would have come back for the sequel i know i know i missed her so much in the sequel i need to rewatch the sequel me too i haven't seen it in forever i do remember the proposal in the yes. sequel though, yes. because he gives dog. her a dog leash and she thinks that that's what he has gifted her and she's like look bliss a dog leash and then <laughs> And then, then she sees a ring, and then she's a lot happier. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would need to rewatch that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did it. We did it. We got all through it, and we did it, and I loved it, and I had a blast, and I just want to say thank you again. 
for coming thank on. You. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry that we talked so much. This was a I'm long not. episode. I apologize. I'm not. I'm a talker. Okay, good. No, okay, good. I'm not at all. I had a blast. So if people want to find you online and in social media, where can they do that? You can find me at All the Feels Pod on Twitter, on Facebook. Send me a message, say hi, listen to my podcast, All the Feels. Um, we cover Hallmark movies throughout the year. We are on hiatus right now after the holidays. It was a lot. But we will yes. be back for spring fling, spring fever, whatever they're calling it. We'll be back for that. Yes. I mean, y'all, If seriously, if y'all aren't listening to All the Feels, first of all, what is what is happening in your life? Y'all need to get on that. But they are delightful. Seriously, they are the first Hallmark podcast that I listen to, and I love them, and I look forward to their Christmas bracket every year, and it's one of the best things of the season, so you guys need to get on it. So if you want to follow me, I am Lisa Faye CO, which is Lisa Faye Co. on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at which was better. and thank you guys. Ah, thank you we so much. It. We did it. All we right. Made it. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.